0: All right. Last week we Father's Day we talked about the prayer in Ephesians chapter 1. And, and as we talked about that, the Lord just led me on Wednesday night that we pray those prayers. And so Wednesday night, last week, and then this week, we'll be praying for families. The prayer that Paul prayed for the church, as I talked on Father's Day. We're activating that prayer. We had such an incredible time in in the Lord's presence on Wednesday night, praying for families. If your family needs prayer, I would encourage you to come on Wednesday night and at 6.30 and pray with us. And just so you know, everybody prays. So we had a great time, everybody praying on Wednesday night and uh, it was an awesome time. And I believe God's gonna do something in our families, amen. It's time, we need something to happen. So today I'm gonna to continue in the book of Ephesians, chapter two, and the title of my message is called Made Alive, and that's what happened today in that water. Those people were made alive, amen, amen. So I'm gonna ask if you'll stand with me as we read. We're gonna read the first 10 verses of chapter two of Ephesians. It's called Made Alive in Christ. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, You used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us need to live that way, following the passionate desires. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God, everybody say, but God is so rich in mercy. And he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised us from the dead. It is not only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us who are are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good, things that you have done. So no one, none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. For we are God's masterpiece. For we are God's masterpiece. Yeah. oh he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago there Heavenly Father as we go into your word today I pray Lord for the wisdom and revelation of the good things that you've planned for us long ago to come alive inside of each one of us God that we'd not be tired and weak and slumbering God but Lord we'd be alive in Christ Jesus able to do all that you have planned Father God and we'd not be weak but we'd be strong in you Lord Jesus and even when we're feeling weak Lord the word declares that when we're weak you are strong in us so I pray your strength in us today God I pray that you be with us through the word and Lord that your word would continue transformation in each one of us in Jesus name and everybody said amen you may be seated hallelujah Lori I was sorry to hear your home going of your grandpa but praise God he's with Jesus amen and and um, they're not here today but Liz and Mario Murillo they are the greeters out there usually on Sunday morning her mom went to be with the Lord this morning um, early so be praying for them right now too but I praise God for all he has done amen everybody say praise God yeah Yeah. you know we all have different personalities don't we we're all different there's nobody say even your kids are different you know uh, my mom has six kids and we were all different and I had two girls and they're both different you know and with our different personalities some of us we feel good about ourselves you know some of us don't like ourselves Um, some don't like what they did or who they were in their past some don't think about it at all but what we're here to do today is the most awesome thing it's the most awesome thing it's the journey from death to life amen I I, they sang that song amazing grace I didn't know she was singing it today it's in my notes I once was lost but now I'm found I love that amen I once was sinner lost and dead in sin but Jesus came along and he saved me he set me upon the rock of Jesus amen and he saved me from death and he brought me to life amen now I'm alive you're alive amen and that's something to get excited about being alive in Jesus I once was Lost, but now I'm found. So our being found is incredible, amen? Jesus loves me. This I know. And that is enough. And Jesus loves me oh man he loves me amen when we walk this out in our lives our feelings change and our thinking change and we just come so alive we put off our old man our old nature and and we put on the new man our new nature in jesus and we get renewed every day amen god's grace everybody say god's grace grace. is sufficient it's sufficient amen it is sufficient for us i knew a man in China, that in the Cultural Revolution in 1948, they wanted him to become a, um, they wanted to help him to help the government establish the Three-Self Church in China. His name was Moses Xi. But he realized that the people he were working with were atheists people that didn't believe in God of the communist regime. And he said, I can't work with these people to build a church. I'll build a church, but I can't work with these. I can't do it through these people. And they said, so we're gonna put you in prison. And so they put him in prison and it was supposed to be three years. They would put shackles on him. I know we have some Chinese brothers and sisters. I don't know if you can all understand me. But they put shackles on him and they let the skin grow over the shackles. And then they would come in and shake it and break it loose and everything. At times he was he was eating his belt because that's all the food he had. They tortured him. And it got to the point that it was it was just so bad, he just wanted to die. And he had a light bulb and he tried to stick his finger in the light socket to kill himself and it didn't work and God, he said God why don't you let me die and he said God told him my grace is sufficient you can get through this and he did get through it after 23 years of being in prison when his wife passed away they let him out and the man spent the rest of his life raising money for chinese pastors to be able to survive over there i could go on and tell you more and more stories about grace is sufficient i had a friend that was captured from printing bibles in china and his, i won't tell you his name because he's still alive but um He was a good friend of mine. And when Delon and I lived there, we lived in his apartment, one of his apartments. And Delon and I came home in November that year and they arrested him. And it's like, oh no, they arrested him because they arrested him for printing Bibles. And so when I went back a few months later, the day I got there, they let him out. And we met up and I asked him, I said, you know, are you okay? You know, how bad was it? And he said, my right shoulder hurts. I said, why? And he said, well, they handcuffed me like this. I can't even reach, you know. They handcuffed him like that naked and they hung him on a fence in single digit weather. And they dumped ice water over him every day, every hour. And they cattle prodded him. They wanted him to give up the people that gave him the money to print the Bibles. And and he he was on that fence hanging, and he asked God to take him. I remember, Delonda, that before we left, he came to our home for dinner and he, he got down on his hands and knees. They said, I need you to pray for me, Ron. He said, I told the Lord when I made this amount of money, I'd become a pastor. And he, and he was pastoring. He said, I told him I'd give up business when I made this amount of money. Then I made that amount of money. Then I made more money. And I said, Lord, when I get to this point, point,' and then he said, Lord, when I get to this point, and he said, I just need to repent. And I just need to, to, to be that pastor God's called me to be. I need to stop doing the business stuff. I just need to focus on Jesus. And that was right before Delon and I had come home. And then the next week he was arrested. But as he hung on that fence, there were cattle prodding him. He was freezing. He said, Lord, just take me. I'm ready. It's like I repented of my sins. I'm ready. And the Lord said, my grace is sufficient. And he said the next bucket of water that they dumped on him, all the other water had frozen on the ground and it was all ice on the ground below him the next bucket he said it felt like warm water had been dumped over him and you know it wasn't them that was pouring the warm water god's grace is sufficient for us amen verse verse one today it tells us that we were dead because of disobedience to our many sins now how many of you ever sinned Those that didn't raise your hand, you just sinned, you just lied. (laughs) Lying is a sin. (laughs) We can all say that we've sinned, amen? We we remember a lot of it, and some of it, you know, some is gone. I know Delonda tells me things I did, because we've been married 42 years. She tells me things I did when we were young, and I'm like, yeah, I don't remember that. She's like, really? I go, yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about right now. And she just tells me, well, that's convenient. It really is. I mean, I really, he, God has taken it away from me. But some of it, you know, sticks with us. And some of it is never remembered again. But I believe that God wants us to do self evaluation that we take inventory of our lives, that we look at the process of what God has said and look at our lives. How alive are we? When we do an inventory of ourselves, that'll tell you how alive we are. What's, what of the death nature has been hanging around What do we need to let go of? You know, I was so excited for baptism, man. It's like, bam, you're dead. That stuff's dead today. Don't pick it up. Don't take it out of the tank. Walk out of there free. Amen. Get out of there. Don't take it with you today. It's gone. We're dead. It's dead. You know, and you got to ask yourself, how dead are you? You know, because we were dead in our trespasses and sins, but when we come to Jesus, we're made alive. So there should be no death on us, amen? The death is our disobedience and our sins. So when we say that we're in Christ, we're dead to that stuff, amen? It's dead, it's gone. And now I'm alive in Christ. So how alive are you? Look in the mirror at your life and do a thorough self-examination of where you're at today. Don't just say, oh, I'm good. No, do a, Do a check. As you move in, we move into verse two, we see that the disobedience in the sin needs to be in our past. Something that we used to do. It says, you, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil. Now, I know I used to sin a lot. But I never thought of myself as obeying the devil. I never thought that I was serving the devil. That thought never crossed my mind because I knew about God. I was raised in church. So I, I never thought that I was serving the devil. But we serve the devil in our disobedience to God. The devil, as I've said before, the devil doesn't care if you worship him. He doesn't care if you worship him. He just doesn't want you to worship God, that's all. So he'll antagonize you so that you won't worship God. And part of our worship, it's not just singing here what we've done this morning, but it's being obedient to God, amen? It's walking in obedience. It's not just singing songs on Sunday, you know, that we can declare we're God worshipers, but it's being obedient on Monday. It's being obedient on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's the evidence of in our lives that we're obedient to God. He is a spirit that is at work to capture us amen Jesus is it's a spirit that wants us and the devil is a spirit too that wants to capture us into sin he he takes issue with us verse 3 says all of us used to live that way we did we can't deny it. following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature by our very nature we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else. So the point that Paul's making is that we used to live that way. And what he's he's implying is that we don't live that way anymore. Amen. Everybody say, we don't. We don't live that way anymore, amen. It doesn't mean that we're perfect, but it means that when we do stumble, when we do sin, we repent and we keep going forward, amen? We don't allow sin to capture us, take hold of us, and and to possess us in the sense that it's something that we stay okay with and we live with, amen? The things that the Bible says that won't get you into heaven, you don't do them anymore. The thing that the Bible says that won't get you into heaven, you don't do them anymore, amen? (laughs) You, You let those go. And there's such things that are not based on You know, we do sin because we like it. We do what we're not supposed to do because we like it. Otherwise, why would we do it? So the word of God tells us there's things, don't do these things. And I've heard people say, well, I don't agree with the word of God. If you don't agree with the word of God, you've already got a problem. It's the inspired word of God. You say, yeah, but man wrote it. But listen, it's the inspired word of God. On the 16th, we're in Assemblies of God Church. 16 fundamental truths. Number one is the Bible is the inspired word of God. That's it. it. It dies right there. The Bible is the inspired word of God. And we believe it. And when we don't do according to the Bible, we need to repent. That's it. That's the bottom line. That's the way it is. Whether we like it or not, that's the way it is. You can't decide that you like that sin and it's okay with you because you have a special relationship with Jesus. (laughs) It is funny, Jeanette. It just means that we've all sinned and we've fallen short of god's glorious standard so thank god that jesus didn't come to condemn us amen but he came to make us free and to save us that's what he wants to do and this is where verse four takes us but god's so rich in mercy he loved us so much god loves you so much he's so rich in mercy he's so rich in mercy that he doesn't give us what we deserve he's so rich with his mercy and we just need to take hold of his love because his love casts out all fear amen because fear leads to torment let us let it fill us up and drive out our old sinful nature So that we're clothed in the righteousness of God, amen. It's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives through me. That he shines through us, amen. That we're a bright light. Verse 5 tells us that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It's not only by God's grace that you've been saved. God's grace has come to us. Verse eight lets us know that it's not because of how good we are. You can't be good enough to get to heaven. You have to have God's grace, amen. You can't be good enough to get there and the, it's a love move by God to send Jesus. Remember John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life and Romans 5 8 tells us, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. I've always loved that scripture because Jesus knowing what we would do in our lives, the sins we would commit, he died for us anyways. He said I'm gonna go and I'm gonna make a way for Ron King and uh, he'll serve me one day I know he will see I think he did it for me you can put your name in there too if you want because he did it for you too I've loved that even though the sins that we committed he left the throne room of heaven and he came to earth to live a sin-free life and paid the price dying on the cross for our sins and sickness that's amazing love amen That so did we sing that today amazing love how can it be i mean whew, he loves you that much in verse 6 he said he raised us from the dead along with christ and seated him with seated us with him in heavenly realms because we're united with jesus As we did baptism today, this is what it's symbolic of. When you go under that water, you're dying. And when you come out of that water, you are made alive in Jesus Christ, amen? You are made alive. So we have a bunch of alive people. We have 10 alive people in this house today, amen? 10 people, been raised. It's a beautiful thing, but but it gets better, it gets better. We're seated with Jesus in heavenly realms because we're united united with him. See, you don't have to wait till you get to heaven to be seated with Jesus. Today, Jenny, you are seated with Jesus in heavenly places, amen? That's the plan. Yana, that's what he said today. It's like, you know, when Jesus taught us how to pray, he said, pray this way. Our father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So he's telling us to ask for heaven to come down. He's asking for God's way of doing things to come down on the earth. He's asking for what the way things are designed in heaven to come to earth, to be with us now. That we don't have to die to receive it, our inheritance. We get our inheritance now. When we do that today, when we go under that water and we are resurrected in Jesus Christ, we are seated with him in heavenly realms, amen? Amen. We're not going back. We're going to thrive there. We're going to live there. We're alive in Jesus Christ. So we can keep running this race. We can keep going. The world's going to throw mud at you, but you just dust it off and keep going again. We're going to make mistakes. I had a friend, man, he used to say, he said, when you... When you fall, when you stumble, fall forward. That way you're already on your knees. You can repent and get up and keep going. (laughs) It's the truth. You just keep going. You you don't stay where you were. You're seated in heavenly realms. That's now. And this is why when Jesus taught us the prayer, do it this way. See, we're tied together with Jesus and we need to stay there, amen? When I got married to Delanda, I got married right here, this church, this altar, 1981. And when we got married, we became one. It's no longer I, it's Delanda, we're one. We're intertwined, amen? That's how it is, you become one. And it's the same thing when as the bride of Christ. When we come to Jesus, we become one with the Lord and we are tied to him. We are tied to him. It can't be broken apart. Amen. He already made his commitment to us when he went to the cross and we make our commitment when we come to the altar, when we come to him, when we repent of our sins, when we get baptized in water and then we're alive in Christ and we're tied to him and no one, no one can break that tie except you you're the only one that can break that tie no one can snatch you out of the Lord's hand but you can let go you can jump out but we're not going to do that because we're alive in Jesus amen we're alive he did his part for us and all we got to do is receive it amen he went all in with us to destroy the works of satan so that we could live so that we could be tied together with christ forever amen in heavenly places and in verse 7 it says so god everybody say "So so god can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us who are united with christ god saved you by his grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this it is a gift from god so tim god's built you up in your faith and in your walk so that he can tell other people look at tim amen that's what he's doing margaret look at margaret Look at Don Maurice. Look at Danny. Look at Jenny. Look at Delana. I mean, look at your neighbor and say, look at you. You see, because God wants to use you as an example of what his grace looks like. That's the way we need to live our lives is so that we're that example, that shining, bright example. Remember, Jesus declared, you're the light of the world. And so that he can use you as an example of, of what he can point to you, say, look at Jeanette. Do it like her. See, that's the kind of life that he's calling us to. That's where he's taking us to. We should be living testimonies of God's grace. Remember Job? Satan was up there in heaven. And God says, have you looked at my servant Job? I mean, I hope he doesn't do that to us all the time. You know, I mean, that gets a little rough. (laughs) but he said have you seen my servant job and he's like yeah but you have got a hedge around him god says do what you want to him but just don't kill him And, and i've known many people who feel like they're job what an honor think about it the devil's picking on you jeff because you're a light and because you're that light, the devil's going, hey God, can I pick on Jeff for a while? Can I see if I can get to him? Can I see if I can destroy his faith? See, because that's how he works. He's looking for someone. And God says, go ahead. Just don't kill him. <laughs> Lori, you ever felt that way? A little Job-like. Yeah, and, and you should be honored because God sees you as that light that says they're going to come through, they're going to make it they're going to come all the way, they've gone all in with me so I've got them, God's got you the devil may be picking on you right now, you may be going through some challenging times but you have to know that God's got you His grace is sufficient For what you're going through he holds you in the palm of his hand and he's not willing to let go now the devil like I said would try to knock you out of his can't do it God says I've got you I'll never let you go amen and you're that light and you're to shine he's done a lot for us he's filled us with his kindness And we're united with jesus i can't take credit for it it's a gift from god what a beautiful gift now shine shine amen you ever had a dirty mirror what do you do you shine that thing up be that reflection that shines clean it off verse 9 it says salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done So none of us can boast about it. You know, it's not a reward. Salvation is not a reward. Oh, you're so good. I'm going to give you salvation. It didn't happen like that. He said, man, you guys are so bad. I got to do something. I got to come up with a plan. And he came up with a plan and that was Jesus. And he sent Jesus to die for us. So he said, here, this is how you can do it. Now you can't brag about what you've done, Liz. You can't brag, oh, look at me, I'm a Christian. Oh, you're a Christian by what? God's grace, amen? It's not because you're such a great person. I once was lost, amen? And he found me, he found me. And, And the only thing I can boast in is what he's done. I can boast in that he sent Jesus to die for me. He sent Jesus because he loves me. He sent Jesus, he sent Jesus, he sent Jesus. That's it, that's all we got. That's all we can brag on is Jesus, 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 Jesus. And then he takes us into verse 10 and he says this, for you, we are God's masterpiece. Woo! You're his masterpiece. You're like, wow, that's who you are. And that's how God wants you to begin to look at yourself. I'm God's masterpiece. Hey, he didn't say that you're perfect because even a masterpiece has flaws, but you're God's masterpiece. And let me tell you something. God doesn't make junk. God doesn't make junk. You're not junk. God doesn't make junk. You are his masterpiece and he loves you. Amen. And you're created. He has created us anew. Anew. Everybody say anew. Anew. In Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, we're new. So we can do the good things that he's planned long ago. That's his plan, that we can do the good things of God, amen. That we can live a good life on this earth, showing Jesus Christ, amen. Being the light to the world and doing the good things of God. We learned just a couple of weeks ago, it's God's will that we're thankful how many of you are thankful, huh? You got something to be thankful about. I thank God, Martin, that you're still here. I thank God the enemy didn't take you out a few months. I thank God he didn't take you out either, Monica. I thank God that you're still here. That I mean, they were in the hospital the same week and God's resurrected them, amen. I thank God you're here, Betty and, and Jim, that you're here. I thank God for that, amen. I thank God for those things. I thank God, Roberta and David, you're here today, amen. I thank God the Lord healed your eyes, Dwayne. I thank God for that thing, amen, that day. I thank God, you know, we had a lady one time, we were doing water baptism and she said, Pastor, I can't get baptized today. I said, how come? She said, the doctor said, I can't get my eyes wet. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll go straight down and I'll stop right here. And she says, okay, so I went straight down and when I was going down the Holy Spirit just hit that woman and her feet came out from under her and she landed on her bottom on the bottom of the tank up there and she was way underwater and I I pulled her up I said I didn't do that and the Holy Spirit hit her again and down she went to the bottom of the tank I'm like oh my gosh I pulled her up again I said I didn't do that either and the Lord healed her eyes we are his masterpiece he has recreated us see he created us new he's recreated us we are born again without going in our mother's womb amen we are born again in the spirit of god and he's renewed us amen you're his masterpiece we're born again old things have passed away And all things have become new. You're his masterpiece. Look at your neighbor and say, you're his masterpiece. So now we can do all the good things, all the good things he has planned for us. It's amazing what God has planned for us. It's amazing that God is thinking about how we fit into his kingdom. He has a plan for us. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. So God is thinking about you. He's thinking about you today. We just have to be on board with God. Figure out how dead you are or how alive you are. and move towards Jesus. Jesus made a way for us, and he paid it all the price for us, and it's free. He says, just come to me, just come to me. I'll forgive you, I love you, I have a plan for you. That's the beauty of Jesus. He has a plan for you. Let's pray. Your heavenly father, we thank you for your plan. Let your plan come alive inside of each one of us. Lord the future you have for each one of us Lord that we would surrender to that we'd surrender to receive your grace today we'd come to you Jesus we just surrender all to you Lord maybe you're here today you say I need to I need to make that commitment to Jesus. I need to commit my life to him. I need to surrender to him. Well, today is a good day to do it. If that's you, I just want you to raise your hand and wave at me and I'm gonna pray for you. Anybody here, you say, I need to make a commitment to Jesus today. Amen, amen. I know there's more than one, amen. Anybody else, come on. Anybody else? Okay, amen. You need to go all in with Jesus. This is your day. This is your day. If you need to do that, just raise your hand right now. It's that simple, man. It's that simple. Just raise your hand and say, I'm coming. I'm coming in. I'm coming in, Jesus. Just raise your hand and wave at me. Praise God, let's stand to our feet today. If you raise your hand today, I'd like you to just come to the front right now. Just come and stand right here with me. And we're gonna all say a prayer together. Come on, you raise that hand. You made that, you're making that commitment. Don't be afraid, it's all right. Come on, come on, sir, it's okay. He loves you, man. You're not alone in this, JR. Other people raise their hands, buddy. Hey, can I get a. Mark, there you are. Come stand with JR. Praise you, Father. Let's all say this together, okay? Just repeat after me Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus, that he died for me. That he rose from the dead. And that he's sitting at your right hand. Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. I give you my life today. Be my Lord and savior. Show me your plan so I can walk in it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Amen. Praise God. Praise God.